Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11, live local and live, Steve Travelis on your Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Hey, he's going to be in here tomorrow night, the man singing that song, Mike Rocket, Steve Trevelis. How are you? I hope you had a good day today. You deserve it. Here we are, smack dab in the middle of the week. Only two more days left till the weekend. Tomorrow night, we call it Friday Eve. Tonight, trivia at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. You will be playing for tickets to see Little Feet at the Basie Center's Hackensack Meridian Health Theater on Monday, September 19th. Tickets are now on sale. 45th anniversary, special guest Miko Marks is going to be there. Uh, coming up at 9.35 tonight, if you're a Beatles fan, oh, my God, the incredible Let It Be show with the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, we've got Chris McBurney. He performs as Ringo. And uh, we got the post at nj1015.com. We'll be talking to him. It's a show you've got to see if you're a Beatles fan. That comes up at 9.35. Tommy Farrell is the uh, he's my old producer. Uh, we had some great times in here together, and uh, he's now the varsity football coach. How about this? 27 years old. He's the varsity football coach, and he coaches fairly. And it's going to be at uh, Manchester High School this year. He's been written about on NJ1015.com. Kevin Williams wrote a piece about him for the Shore Sports. So uh, he'll be on. And uh, between now and then, we talked about this last night. Rarely do I repeat a topic that went three hours last night, but that's one of those things where if you're talking about it, we're talking about it for as long as you want to talk about it. Uh, he did it. President Biden announced detailed plans to deliver on a campaign promise which will provide $10,000 in student debt cancellation and up to 10000 more for those with the greatest financial need along with measures to lower the burden of repayment. Can he do this? I mean, if he can do this, can he just, like, take $10,000 off my mortgage? Can he take $10,000 off your car payment? I was talking to a friend of mine today, me and Tom Petty. I was talking to a friend of mine who said, uh, I was going to tell my kids, you know, we were going to pay for the tuition, but now why would you pay, if, why would you pay for college when you're better off borrowing the money so that a genius can cancel out $10,000 worth of debt. I don't know, personal pride, being able to look yourself in the mirror. Ah, where did that go? Those are the bygone days. But how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. We talked about it last night for like three hours, and like two people were on board with this. And I get the idea the midterms are coming, so we got to put on our best face. we got to show the world that the country's not as screwed up as it really is. You know, look, look, the gas prices came down to $4 a gallon. When do you see what they're going to be like after the midterms? Uh, oh, look, we're, we're going to give you more money. We're going to forgive $10,000 in student debt. Aren't I wonderful? Is he? And can this survive the courts? Because there are going to be court challenges to this. 
I don't know that the president is able to just walk in and cancel debt. 1-800-283-101.5. More than 43 million people have federal student debt with an average balance of $37,667, according to federal data. Nearly a third of the borrowers owe less than $10,000, and about half owe less than $20,000. So the White House estimates Biden's announcement would erase the federal student debt by about 20 million people. Can the banks afford that? One of the biggest uh, assets we have is the interest on student debt. But regardless of that, should the government be paying for your student loans? And we talked about this last night. Do we want the government to be paying for our student loans? Or is that something that we the people should be doing ourselves? How much do you want the government involved in your life? How much do you want the government involved in your finances? Well, they're giving us free stuff. Why not? (laughs) Because it's not free. Because there's a price. And who do you think is going to pay that price? I don't know if this can happen. I mean, do you think there would be a challenge to this? You think it would stand up in court? John's in East Windsor on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. John, you there? Did I lose you, John? Okay, hold on. Trish is in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Trish. Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, I used to work late at night, and I miss you terribly. So I'm out tonight. Well, I'm glad. And I just want to let you know that I just don't understand the forgiveness for something that people have asked for. Uh, the loans I think we should forgive are the medical loans that can- cancer treatment patients have. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not this. They vote too. I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, you know, that's a very good point. Woody, if you're going to forgive loans, why forgive the loans of people who are going to supposedly get an education to be able to earn the money to pay them back? Forgive the loans of the poor people who can't afford the loans because they're overwhelmed by medical bills that they're never going to dig out of. I love that. All right. So have a good night. You you got to stay late more often, Trish. You come up with great ideas. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. John is in East Windsor on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. So there's two things that I want to uh, two things I want to talk about. The first one is, you know, gas prices are coming down, but at what cost? You know, we're draining our strategic petroleum reserve, and obviously we're you know a million barrels of gas. So yeah, gas prices are coming down. And I promise you, after the election, after the election, the prices are going to go back up again. And as oh, yeah. far as the student loan, as far as the student loan thing is concerned, colleges—I mean, it's amazing. Everything the federal government touches turns to turns to trash. Yeah. And when the federal government took over the student loans, the the, the price of college has just skyrocketed. And maybe they should start going into these endowments that these colleges have these billion-dollar. You, know, you look at Princeton, yeah, you look at these schools, they have these endowments. Maybe they should start kicking back some of the money instead of instead of the American taxpayer. Because all these people think that this is for free. It's free money. It's not. They don't get it. You're people. right. They don't get yeah. it. Exactly. And I think that we should start looking in the endowments. And I also think 
Um, you know, that we all, um, excuse me, one second. And I also think that we should start looking like in New Jersey. I think it's disgusting that like my, my, my kids went to Arizona state. Okay. And that, right. that was their choice. All right. And it was, it was $40,000 a year right. for the two of them. They loved it. They had a great time. They're both working. Everything is great. But all of a sudden you look at like Rutgers and if you're, and, oh, and if you're, if you're in state at Arizona, it was like $5,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So forty thousand for out, five thousand for in, and then you look at Rutgers, and it's like forty thousand a year. But if you're in state, it's like thirty-two. Yeah, what, what are you really that. saving? And plus, they got all these restrictions where you got to wear masks and you can't show. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and then and then I also heard I also heard that a lot of these state schools are now like they're putting requirements in, like you can't graduate unless you take like a a gender neutral a gender class. Like that's part of the requirements in order for you to graduate at some of these state colleges. If that's the case, then they got to go to another school. As far as I'm concerned, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Your thoughts? We talked about this last night, but it's such a hot topic. Uh, President Biden has announced detailed plans to uh, cancel ten thousand dollars in student loan debt for those making under one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Uh, should we be doing this? And is it worth it? Paying for college, is it better? Are you better off? Will this stand up in court? Are you better off uh, going to uh, borrow the money rather than paying it yourself, knowing that you may not have to pay as much? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. This is New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Brought to you by Sansone Hyundai in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Come today, drive today at Sansone Automall. Over 600 certified pre-owned vehicles, all backed by their 72-hour money-back guarantee. Plus, receive top dollar for your trade. Complimentary maintenance for your first year and easy credit. Visit SansoneAuto.com. You know, you can buy a nice car with the $10,000 you're going to be forgiven in student loan debt. A used car, but still, may put a down payment on something. Don't pay for college yourself. Borrow the money. Because if you borrow the money and you make less than $125,000 a year, you're going to get ten grand kicked back to you. Why? Just for being you. And because the midterms are coming up. I don't know. Uh, but how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. Matt is in Jersey City on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matt. Hi, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good. And, you know, you talk about student loan debt. You see Biden, was it's like $10,000 up to student loan debt. I mean, I don't think you should be doing that because you have already this problem of runaway inflation in this country which we're doing nothing to control or nothing productive to control and we're throwing more money at this and it's just going to create more of an issue of just you're going to have more and more uh you know money going to things and you're just gonna it's just gonna pile onto the inflation issue in this country already how first of all it's not free we're gonna pay for it if they can't get the money there they're gonna get the money someplace else and that would be us secondly what kind of an you know what kind of an investment is this? There's no guarantee this is an investment in the future because how many people are going to you know waste away their college education just because they could have it, do things that they may not end up you know take courses and things they may not end up doing for the rest of their lives, whereas you know it, it could be put to better use. But like you said, it's yeah. going to rise. It's going to kick inflation in the ass and make it go up again. Yeah, and that's and that's. A- really good point there talking about people wasting their college i mean i just graduated high school myself two years ago 
And the issue is, I think the issue nowadays really with people is high schools and schools, they don't push. The only option they push is you have to go to college. Right. You have to go to college. Right. That's the only way you can make a living. And that's not true. I mean. You're absolutely right. It's not true. Trade schools. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm working for the railroad making very good money. You don't need a college education for that, but your guidance counselor in school will look down on you as if you've suggested this horrible thing if you say you want to go into a trade when a lot of people are going into the trades debt-free and making more money than a four-year college graduate. You know, Matt, you're 20 years old and you've got the wisdom of someone at least four times your age. friend of mine that graduated Rutgers uh, with a degree uh, ended up, uh, long story short, working for the New York subway system because all he ever wanted to do when he was a kid was be a conductor. And after going through all the rigmarole of college and the jobs afterwards, and he got his degree, today he works in the New York subway system as a conductor, and he's the happiest kid you'd ever want to meet. And you're absolutely right. Sounds like a great job. It is, like we always. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Susan's in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Susan. Hi there, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I am disappointed that Biden is giving people money. Isn't he wonderful? He just gives it away. He's like that guy on television with the jacket with the dollar signs on it. You get a college and you get a college. Oprah's going to pull up behind them in a car. Yeah, uh, to me it stinks. I got a small inheritance from my mother when she passed, and I used that money to help my children pay off their college debt. Mm -hmm. Um, one's a police officer and one's a nurse. So I now have lost $20,000 towards my retirement because I helped my children. See that? See that? And this is what I'm saying. There's another side to this. You know, you're absolutely right. If you're going to pay for kids today to go to college, don't take out the loans because he's going to give you the money back. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's almost like a Groupon. Susan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Joe's in Patterson. What's up, Joe? Hey, uh, Steve, uh, you know, thank you for uh, talking about this again. It's uh, so, so important. You know, the, the day after I graduated high school, I started working. I wanted to go to college. My mother couldn't afford it. I started working in a factory for 18 months. You know, back then you had to punch in, punch out. You got a 10-minute break in the morning, 10-minute break in the afternoon. You know, making caps for Colgate, uh, Crest, uh, Avon. And um, it, I appreciated college more when I was when I was paying for it. Mm -hmm. It was my money, uh, even when I had a hitchhike. Um, you know, and um, me paying for it made it more important. And I was determined I'm never going to uh, work in a factory again. And uh, paying for it makes much more sense. Oh, absolutely. Now, what did you do? With your, what did you do with the college education? Well, you know, I took a, I took classes at the School of Visual Arts right. uh, at night, and I went into advertising. And I uh, wrote and filmed commercials. Uh, I had ads in the Super Bowl, worked with... Uh, How about that? On Houston, Ridley Scott, uh, won Clear Awards. It was amazing. You won Clear Awards. That's um, It is amazing. That's one of the top yeah, awards yeah. in advertising. That's great, yeah, Joe. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. I you know, worked with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, uh, Ian well, that wasn't so great. Uh, it was, <laughs> great. I know, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, that was, uh, uh, that no, was, I get uh, it, I get it. it. 
but, you know, but, um, you know, there are so many jobs out there. Why can't a kid work a year out of high school and save his money? Because we have a president who just wants to buy your vote. Joe, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. And that's, I guess that's what this is. Uh, if you make $125,000 or less, $10,000 of your student loan debt is going to be forgiven. Can this, first of all, can this stand up in court? Do you want it to stand up in court? What did you do to put yourself through college? What did you do uh, to put your children through college? If you're going to, in my opinion, you know, if you're going to uh, forgive debt, like Trish said earlier, I love the idea of forgive medical debt or go into the college endow endowments, as was said earlier as well, or go into why college costs so much and work on cutting out, you know, trimming the fat. I mean, there are ways to save money. Right now, this guy's standing there taking bows, doesn't even know he's awake. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. Are you on board with the forgiven $10,000 of student loan debt? If you make less than $125,000, will it stand up in court? What did you do to work your way through college? 1-800-283-101.5. Chad Roberson, I mean, he got up every morning, and uh, he, he dug those ditches, did whatever he could to, uh, on, on the Ohio Railroad to, to get himself through college so that one day he could be here and deliver the 730 update. That's right. I found my way here. I got here. He made a left on Route 80 and just <laughs> kept going. 730. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ101. We're also brought to you by Casino Pier. Casino Pier in Breakwater Beach and Seaside Heights is classic Jersey Shore fun for everyone. Be on the lookout for lots of free events like princess sing-alongs, character appearances, live animal shows, even magic illusions and fire shows. Surf on over to CasinoPierNJ.com for schedule and details. Steve Trebelese. All right. Uh, President Biden is uh, going to forgive $10,000 worth of student loan debt. I guess he can do this. I don't know. Um, for those making less than $125,000. Uh, for families earning less than $250,000, they'd be eligible for, uh, eligible for the $10,000 loan forgiveness. Borrowers who earn less than $125,000 a year or families earning less than $250,000 a year would be eligible for $10,000 worth of student loan forgiveness. Now, whoever's forgiven this money is losing this money. Where is it supposed to come from? Where do you think? Uh, Micheline is in Scotch Plains on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Micheline. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, so I graduated high school in 2010. Right. Went to college. It was like the thing just to go to college and do your four years. And, you know, like everyone did. And if you didn't, it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's not going to college. I know. The so, stigma. The stigma, yeah. And so I think I just did it because everyone else did it. Right. But then I graduated and I had all this student debt. And I was I remember thinking to myself, like, what the heck am I going to do? This is like, and I think the callers calling in don't realize the pressure to go to college, number one, and number two, how much it costs. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, go I graduated, ahead. I mean, make like over $100,000. And when you're making nothing and you're getting hired for jobs that are $10, $12 an hour, you're like, how am I ever going to pay this off? Even if I put every check towards my student debt, I wouldn't have been able to pay it off. Thankfully, I was like, in my head, 
at the time, I was like, well, I might as well go in more debt. And I took out another loan and I opened up a small business and it's successful. So God bless you. What's the business? Plug the business. What are you doing? Um, it's called Sobols. It's in Scotch Plains. We just opened up a second location in Metuchen. So I'm a rare situation, but I think had it not been for this, like, and I had a normal job, God knows, you know, what the situation would be. Well, you talk about, yeah, the pressure to go to college, like the school, the minute you get into school, they're pushing you to push you to college. And how many people went to college and ran up all this debt and aren't even doing things now, you know, that anything to do with their college degree. And had you not, you know, been able to find that business, we wouldn't, you know, you would have never been successful and, and you still be trying to pay that debt off. I still would be like, and when I got hired at the job, it was in a hospital and they were like, oh, 2,500 people apply for this job and you got it. And I was like, well, you know, that's great. And they were giving me $13 an hour. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give this back to one of those other lucky 25 and let's see what happens. Micheline. Exactly. You guys take this. I got to try something else. Yeah. Lots of luck and success continued. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. There's another good question, too. Was the student loan that you took out, was the money that you took out to go to college, was it worth it? And like I said, if you're going to, if you're planning on going to college, don't pay for it. Borrow the money. Because if you borrow the money, at least you have the money to pay the loan off, and you know you may get $10,000 worth of debt forgiven. I mean, this is such a sham. It's a slap in the face to everyone who's ever had to pay to go to college. It's a slap in the face to everyone who's worked their way through college. What did you do to work your way through college? And also, did it work out for you? Was it worth it? Like we just heard from Micheline. You know, you get all this pressure when you're a kid, go to college, go to college, go to college. I got two 15-year-old twins being pushed to college. Screw that. If they want to go, they want to go. If they don't want to go, they don't want to go. College, I think, is a certain point where it's more for the parents. They go on Facebook, and they put the picture of the kid with the logo and the cap, and my kid's going to college. And then afterwards, the student loan debt, what happened? one 800 So uh, here we are. We talked about this last night. And uh, today, President Joe Biden has announced detailed plans to deliver on a campaign promise to provide $10,000 in student debt cancellation for millions of Americans and up to 10000 more for those with the greatest financial need, along with the measures to lower the burden of repayment of their remaining federal student loan debt. So should the government be paying for your college education? Or is that something that we should be doing? Is it our responsibility as a country to pay for your college education? And now let's take it a step further. Is it our responsibility to say, uh, I don't want to go to college, but I want to go to a trade school? Why should that, why should that kid be left out? I want to go pursue something that doesn't have to do with college. I want to go to vote tech. Why should that kid be left out? 1-800-283-101.5. What did you do? How hard did you work? Are you insulted by this? Because it is insulting to everyone who had to work their way through college, to everyone who had to sacrifice throughout their lives. Maybe they didn't drive as good a car. Maybe they didn't live as, as nice a house with the thought that they're going to put their kids through college. Maybe uh, summers were given up because everybody was working, trying to earn the money. To go to college. Well, yeah, who knew? The government was going to pick this up. How about that? 
1-800-283-101.5. Where do you stand? You ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in the yard? Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your home sold fast and for the most money possible. Susanna wanted to move to Texas where her family lived to get her Sayerville home sold. She listed it with Rob and his team. You know what happened? In just 12 days on the market, there were 14 showings and multiple offers getting the home sold to $658,000, which is $59,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-marketing, multi-million dollar marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com or Google robsellsnj and then you start Bagging. New Jersey. One Lives going back to school with Project Backpack. Project Backpack helps Garden State kids go back to school with brand new backpacks. Help our local kids start the year with the tools they need to succeed. Or to donate and learn more about Project Backpack, visit nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Wendy's and Rob Dukansky at robsellsnj.com. This year, let's send all our Garden State kids back to school with a brand new backpack. Thanks for your help from New Jersey 101.5. Who knows? Maybe President Biden will stuff ten grand in it. Uh, the student loan debt, $10,000 will be forgiven uh, if you are making less than $125,000. Good idea, bad idea. Will it stand up in court? What did your college education do for you? John's in Bridgewater on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hi, Steve. Um, so I'm, I'm not I'm not for it. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, it's just Biden buying votes with other people's money. Typical Democrat ploy. It's what he does. Um, the only good news is that I, I believe it is an executive order and not a law. So if it's an executive order, it can be canceled by the next Republican that comes in office the way Trump canceled every executive order that Obama put forward. Canceled every one of them. Can this even stand oh. up in court? Do you have the? Does the president have the power to wave a wand and erase debt? Big debt, three hundred billion, right? Yeah. Does he have this kind of power that he could just say, eh, "No, you have to pay it back"? No, I don't think so. And that's what I. That's what I'm Usually, thinking. Yeah, uh, you know, typical Democrat, you know, vote vote buying, get out thing. You know, any anything to get votes because he's trailing so. Poorly, and the Democrats are trailing so poorly across the board. Well, gee, according to CNN, he's doing great. According to CNN, he's got this big resurgence. <laughs> he's got well, he's got the same resurgence. Network, right? yeah, yeah, the same resurgence they have as they have ratings. Let's go to Vincent's in Newfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Vincent. Hello, Steve. I am totally against this because one, you volunteered for this loan, and the other thing I'd be curious about is. Who is it that is really hurting by this? For example, I'm in the technical field, and we are always looking for circuit designers, software guys. Most of the people complaining, are they like art majors, philosophy majors, business guys? It just rubs me wrong that you volunteered to spend the money, borrow the money, and now you're complaining you didn't get out of it what you thought. And that, that really bothers me that I got to foot the bill for that. Yeah, it's not our fault that you didn't get what you want because you, when you took out the money. Patty's in Florence under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Patty. Hi. I have a little different take on it just because, I mean, I paid for my kids' colleges, remortgaged my house. I don't 
regret it at all. Right. But like my son-in-law took out a loan for college. These loans ripped these kids off so bad. He's been paying for over 10 years. He's already paid back the money that he borrowed, and he still owes $30,000. How does that happen? So, Because the interest rates are so high, and I don't think these kids realize what they're signing up for, that it's going to take them. He's already been paying for over 10 years. Whose fault is that? I don't know. It's the fault of the person signing up. You have to read, examine, pay attention to what it is you're doing. And if you but don't want to do it, don't do 19 it. 19 year old kids. But 19 year old kids, you know, that, that then, then that's the same, you know, 19 year old kids have parents and they have bankers and they have lawyers and they have people they can go to. Oh yeah, then do that. Patty, I'll agree, do that. But you don't forgive loan. Forgive my car loan. I don't have a car loan. Forgive my house, forgive my mortgage. Right? I mean, Forgive I your mortgage. You had, you had to remortgage your house. Why shouldn't you get that money back? I don't back? regret it. Right, but you should get that money back. Right? Because if they're going to give 10000 back, you should, you should get it. Let's go to uh, Kathy's. In, you know what? I'm going to take, we're going to put this on hold. Kathy, we're going to take this into the next hour. we got Stephen Woodbridge, uh, 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? Uh, President Biden has decided to forgive. He's decided. Now, I don't know if he can do it. But they're talking about, for, uh, it was announced today, they're going to forgive $10,000 worth of student loan debt uh, for those making less than $125,000 a year. How do you feel about it? 1-800-283-101.5. Was your college, was your student loan worth the investment? Did you get out of it what you wanted when you took out the loan? And is it our responsibility? Because you decided you can't afford to pay that loan. Dennis and Judy. What do you love to Oh, yeah. Steve Trevelisse. We've been talking, uh, we talked most of last night uh, that it was going to happen today, and then we talked uh, today that it happened by the administration for giving student loan debt uh, $10,000 if you make uh, less than $125,000 a year, uh, $20,000 if you went to college on Pell Grants, whatever they are. Uh, should this be happening? Is it the government's responsibility to uh, pay for your college? How did uh, how did your college work out for you? And in this situation, I don't understand uh, how the president has the power to forgive debt. And if he does have the power to forgive debt, why not forgive like medical debt? Why not forgive the debt of people who are so far in over their heads that they're never going to be able to see the light of day? And there's nothing they can do about it because they can't, they're too, because they're sick, they can't go to work. Forgive those debts. Forgiving the debts of kids who decided to borrow money to go to college if they made it, if there was a successful investment in their future and they're able they're going to be able to pay off the debt if they end up doing something else they're still going to make money to be able to pay off the debt why are we forgiving student loans why are we in the business of providing free college ryan sells my producer tonight and uh now what do you feel how do you feel about this you went you, you took out student loans you went to, you went to college you <laughs> took out student loans you were a success story you're here yeah. what do you think well so i definitely still have plenty of loans um and so i think it's a complicated situation i definitely think 
people are are kind of getting mad at students in a way and being like, you know, why did the students take out this money and now we need to pay it off because them. The students aren't the ones who are, you know, saying like, you know, the president needs to pay off my loans. No, like they're, they're just doing it. The president's saying, look at me, I'm going to be the good guy. Yeah. The midterms are coming up and I'm going to forgive the student loan. I don't think people, do you think people are blaming the students who took out the loans? It, uh, I, I'm sensing a lot you of heat that? like that from, from some of the callers sometimes. But, you know, I, I, I think it's really the banks. Because, like, when you got to pay something off, you're not trying to remind the person that you owe the money because you're you're stressed out that you can't pay it off. If you're owed money, then you know you're going to knock on the door of whoever can get you that money. I think it's the the banks, you know, cuz they're the ones receiving the money. Well, everything. the banks are the ones getting screwed because the president just told them they ain't getting their money back. Well, they're the banks aren't right? getting screwed though because How are they not? Because the people who have these loans oftentimes have paid the loans back. Oh, no, no, but I mean, they're, they're not, well, you see, depending well, on the they, situation of the, the loans, interest. They've paid the loans back, some of them, and in other cases, um, you know, they're, they're just not able to pay it back, but they're locked into that loan for life, you know? Right. So whether they can claim bankruptcy and they're still tied to that. But that's loan. an individual thing. I know. but And that's but the way, but it shouldn't life. be a magic, but again, it shouldn't be yeah. a, a magic wand. And that's something that needs to be examined before you sign on for the loan. Ryan, you've got a bunch of phones to I answer. I do have a lot of phones. Right, you'll be you back. really passionate. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a big deal. <laughs> uh, when they heard you on the radio, you came on the radio. Look at this. Bang, bang, bang. Some punk kid talking about money. The Brian Bissell <laughs> fan club is here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Kathy's in Sayreville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kathy. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I'm 100% against it. Okay. I feel uh, I have one child. I saved from the day she was born to put her to a school so she didn't have loans. I feel if they signed, they knew what they were signing for. One, they should either go into service, get the GI Bill, do it that way if they can't afford it, do community college. Don't build up the debt and expect everyone else to pay it. Entitlement. But they, but they didn't do that. But Kathy, see, yeah, Ryan making a good point here. Don't blame the people who, the kids who took out the loans. They took out the loans before you had any idea that this was going to happen. This isn't their fault. The question here is, do we, as a society, as an American society, have a responsibility to be paying off student loan debts? When yeah. if we're going to be right, we could be, I, I would much rather forgive medical debt because those people can't pay the money back. Absolutely. I, I, I agree, as the other caller said, forgive the interest or lower the interest rate so that they can make it. But to me, 125 grand is not low income. No, I, I think they should be able to satisfy their debt. I totally agree. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. John's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. You know what? I don't agree with it, but you know what? Let's give give them the $10,000, and now we will no longer have student loans. Oh, no, 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 no. You will have student loans because now you're going to take a loan figuring you're going to get ten grand shaved off the top. No, no, yeah. it's over. The program's over, bro. The program's over now. Well, no, the program, like when you're... When a child wants to go to college, right. he better either have rich grandparents or rich parents. Well, you think this is the last time this is ever going to happen? Well, it would be nice if it did. Well, come on. Hey, where are we? 
if, if this works <laughs> once, it's going to... Remember The Longest Yard? Remember, have you seen the movie with Burt Reynolds, The Longest Yard? You had to have seen it. Sure. Okay. Remember the play when he drops back and he hits the guy in the corner and he yams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, yeah. work once, it'll work again, right? <laughs> okay. Well, where are we? But we, but we, if we're, we can't give away free money. We're going to go, okay, fine. Well, we're going to you, you I, I know, but it's well. just... If I if I default on a loan, they're not going to give my brother a loan because you know we're related. Uh, and well, it all depends. It all depends on your situation. It all depends on uh, you know what your situation is economically. It all depends on uh, what for category or special interest group you fit into. It all depends on a lot of things. You probably will never get forgiven. Uh, regular working middle class guy, forget it. I wish, I wish they had a program like that when I had a mortgage. Yeah, well, they, you know what? They did, but it wasn't for you. <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Sad to say, Claire's in Chester on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Claire. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I, um, okay. I don't often agree with you, but on this particular topic, I have to, I have to agree. Can I get that on tape? I, I, oh, I do have it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't agree with just handing out large sums of money. I think it would have been better put if there was some kind of legislation to cut back the interest on the student loans, which have become usurious. My, my kids went to college. They both graduated with loans. And unfortunately, even though they were paying more than the minimum payments, the interest rates went up. So it was ridiculous. And I ended up taking their money and, and paying the loan off for them, and then they paid me back. Um, but I really think that I would have been more in favor of a subsidized loan than having them be just given a chunk of money. And, and it's that not the student's fault at all. No. I, no. You know what? They borrowed money with the intention of going to college. Many kids were being pushed into college and maybe found out it wasn't for them. But in the end, you got to remember, though, they made the decision to sign the paper. But like you said, the move would be to go into, you know, to go into the way the money is being loaned and say, let's fix that instead of we're just going to give you 10. We're just going to shave $10,000 off. What good that's going yeah, to do no. is, is, is nothing compared to what you want to do, which makes more sense. Ultimately, right. Ultimately, if they would lower the interest rates, the students would be able to pay the loans back, and they would be able to advance through the economy and move ahead in life. But when they're dealing with loans, that, that the interest just keeps adding up and adding up, and then they tell them that they can have forbearance, but they don't tell them that, yeah, you don't have to pay it now, but the interest is adding up while you're not paying, and then they're getting kicked in the head with more money due because of that. Right. So there are an awful lot of little things that could be fixed to make it a much better situation than just handing out money. Right. The situation needs to be fixed. This is not the solution. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Your thoughts? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? We talked about it last night. I know. But you know what? Uh, it's just it's blowing up the phones. And it did for Dominsky and Doyle. And it did for, um, uh, I know the morning show talked about it. We talked about it. Dennis and Judy talked about it. And, and you know what? Sometimes uh, when you get a topic this strong, you got to talk about it. If you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Should we be paying it? 
Students are going to be forgiven $10,000 worth of student loans who make less than $125,000 a year. Is it the government's job to pay your student loan? 1-800-283-101.5. Is today your lucky day? You bet. Because the new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. It's easy to sign up, fun to use, faster to win than ever before. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter and also the app for special odds boosts and player specials on all PGA Tour events. Join me right now on the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Download on the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. The all-new Bed Parks Casino and Sportsbook app users can choose between a $20 casino bonus or a $20 free sports bet, which begs the question, is this the most rewarding casino and sportsbook betting app ever? You bet. The Bed Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet where you watch the game. Must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling prize. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This past traffic, 101.5, Steve Trevelisse. Right, coming up, we got trivia at 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Justin Gonzalez is going to be a very funny comedian. He's like Jim Neighbors. He talks normal, and then when he starts singing, he can do Freddie Mercury the way you remember Freddie Mercury. He's amazing. He's got a queen group as well. You're 33rd Live, the Killer Queen Experience. Uh, also, we've got uh, Chris McBurney, who plays Ringo Starr in the production of Let It Be, a celebration of the Beatles, of the music of the Beatles at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, coming on at uh, 9.35. I saw the show. It is amazing. We'll talk about it. Tommy Farrell is the uh, head coach, the varsity head coach at Manchester High School, and he's been written up all over the place. He used to be my producer once upon a time. Man. See what you got to look forward to, Ryan Bissell. Uh, he's coming in headlines and travel lines later as well. But here's what's going on right now. Uh, President Biden uh, today announced uh, $10,000 worth of student debt forgiveness for anyone making $125,000 or less. I don't know if this is going to hold up in court, but how do you feel about it? Deech is in brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Deech. What's up, Stevie Baby? What's up? No much, buddy. How are you? Uh, not bad. I'm just driving home from work. Really? You got a job, Deech? What are you doing? I, I had to pay back my student loans. There you go. I had to pay back his student See, now, now you can take the rest of the summer off because President Biden, Santa Claus, who actually Santa Claus is his younger brother, uh, has decided to forgive your student loan for $10,000. I mean, I paid him back. Am I going to get my money back? You should. $10,000 in credit? You don't have to work it off tending bar. You don't have to work it off collecting. All you got to do is just be you. That's it. You get who got. You paid it off to bed. One more, I got one more comment to make. Maybe you can extrapolate on him and I hang up and listen to your answer. Good. You know, what about, you know, the people that think that this guy didn't go too far? He didn't go far enough. Oh, you mean like they want more money taken off? Yeah, I mean, like, hey, give him 10, why not give him 50? You know what? As scary as that is... They want the, to win a midterm election so bad, that's what they got to do, right? Yeah, they just erase them all. <laughs> just erase them all. Deach, drive, be safe driving. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, there's just so many ways to look at this. The idea that is now the government's job to get involved in the relationship between college students and their banks... 
it's now the government's job to be uh, telling the banks who gets to pay them back and who doesn't get to pay them back. I'm not on the side of the banks here. But seriously, if this loan money isn't going to be repaid, you know the money's coming from someplace. So how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. How much, what did you do to put yourself through college? You know, for everyone who took all those extra jobs to put themselves through college, for every parent who sacrificed for the 18 years to set up college funds, and now it's like, well, the government's going to give it to you. Is this, is this where we should be? Should we be doing this? 1-800-283-101.5. I personally, absolutely not. It's your responsibility. If you want to go to college, it's your responsibility to find a way to get there. Uh, you'll appreciate it a lot more. How many people are going to go to college uh, on these student loans, take out this money, and then waste this money? Because now it's not even sure that they want to be in college. And did your student loan investment work out for you? Think of all the wasted money. I feel bad. I feel bad for these kids who took out these loans and then ended up doing something else or ended up not finding the job. We had someone earlier, Michelina, who ended up, uh, you know, she was almost going to go under until she managed to open up her own business to repay back all the student loan debt because there's this, there's this push. They push you into college. From the minute you step into high school, college prep, college prep, like college is the be-all, end-all. And it's not. And we find out more and more that all these trade jobs are open. All these Votech jobs are open. When you have something that you can offer the world, you'll always have a job. 1-800-283-101.5. Walt's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Walt. Hey, yeah, hi, Steve. Um, like we talked last night now, I'm not an economist. Maybe you can you can just me, me on I, I think I think I know the answer to the question, but I just want to make sure. Okay, so if if student twenty twenty something student comes out of college and how now has this uh, ten thousand dollar forgiveness off of his balance of the the debt that he's due back on his loan, somewhere somehow somebody has to pay this money off to the bank, correct, or whoever the the, the source of the loan came from, right? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. Are they just telling the banks you're screwed? You're not going to get this money? How does that work out with the bank? Can the president do that? Allow that to happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Allow that to happen. Can't, well, somehow, I don't know. Some way, somehow, some way, it's, it's got to com come from the from the taxpayers, you and me, and everybody else listening. That uh, well, the government. He didn't say the government is going to pay your student loan ten thousand dollars. Right, he just said there is going to provide debt cancellation. Debt cancellation means there is no debt. Well, doesn't it go without saying though? The money has to come from somewhere to satisfy whoever loaned the money, be it a bank or one would think whatever the case might be. One would think, but debt cancellation doesn't mean he's not saying we the people, the country is going to take over your debt. He's saying you don't have to pay the debt. There is no debt. I don't know. Like the bank's going to take him to court over this. But he's going to look good for the midterms. Well, I'm not even so sure about that. People have got to see this for what it really is. And in my mind, it's it's an attempt on his part to pander to the, the 20 and 30-somethings that uh, if he can convince them that it's a good thing that he'll forgive their, their $10,000 debt, then they're going to obviously vote for him, or, or the vast majority of them are going to vote for the 
the bleeding heart liberal progressive Democrats, and I think that's what this all boils down to. It's it's a political agenda. Oh yeah. Well, let's see what happens. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. It's eight thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news. From- also brought to you by Ray Katana Infinity Bridgewater. Ray Katana Infinity Edison and Bridgewater have combined into one location. All the same staff are now in Bridgewater carrying on the outstanding sales and service you have known. Ray Katana Infinity of Bridgewater is the only Infinity store that is a member of the Ray Katana family of dealerships. Steve Trevel is. Did you borrow money to go to college? Did you pay it back? If you did it recently and you make less than $125,000, President Biden says you don't have to do that. He's like Santa Claus. Actually, Santa Claus, I think, is his younger brother. But anyway, uh, should we be doing this? Now, just uh, before I get to Sean, uh, Beverly Brown Ruggia of the New Jersey Citizen Action says should be $50,000 in debt, not $10,000 in debt. We need to help strengthen our workforce and create an environment where we have the most highly educated workforce in the world. That's what we want. That's what we want. And that's what the country needs to invest in. $50,000 is not that much money. This is from News 12. Uh, come on. Why are we forgiving anybody? If you made the deal, you borrowed the money, you got to pay the money back. It's just responsibility. But then uh, that's the thing of the past, I guess. Sean's in Tinton Falls on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Sean. Hi, Steve. Hey, great show. Uh, I live in a bubble, so I had no idea this thing passed. Uh, I'm an accountant. I'm a CPA. Right. And I just left work. And as I'm driving, listening to your program at the McDonald's drive-thru, I'm thinking to myself, um, every one of these people who has debt forgiven, that's actually technically, that's income to people. So the, by doing this, people are still not getting, they may get a cut on their, or break on their debt, but they're actually going to owe money to the IRS now, because depending which tax bracket you're in, it's treated, uh, every one of these banks and institutions that has student loan, they're going to have to give, uh, a 1099 C to every person. There's an actual form for it. It's a cancellation of debt. So and what happens out, then? Now owe taxes. So they still have to pay taxes on the ten grand, even though they don't have to pay the ten grand. Yes, it, this is a classic federal government maneuver that just makes my head hurt. <laughs> How do you feel about this whole idea? I think it's crazy because I, my dad, uh, my parents put me through college. They helped somewhat, but I took out loans myself. It took me ten years to pay him back. I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's a it's a move in the wrong direction. Uh, it's, it just doesn't teach any personal financial responsibility. No, it's going to get a lot of people into the into college who uh, may not really want to go to college, but just figure they can buy a couple more years. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it just rattles my brain, and it'll make tax season next year harder for me. So that's uh, why I care too. Good luck, Sean. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. You just, uh, sometimes you can't believe what our government does. You know, sometimes you think this is ridiculous, or as the odd couple would say. Aristophanes. <laughs> ridiculous. You got it. <laughs> We have decided that it is the government's responsibility to pick up your student loan debt. And uh, as much as they want to come out the hero in this, you're still going to continue to pay taxes on it like we just heard. And should the government be in the business of forgiving student loan debt? That's uh, socialism. Uh, then there are those like New Jersey Citizens Action say it's not enough. 10000 should be 50000 Why is it on the taxpayer? Why is it on us to provide college education? 
And if that's going to be the case, then a lot of college education is going to be wasted on people who are there just to get it for free because they got nowhere else to go or nothing else to do or haven't made up their mind on what they want to do. Has your college degree worked for you? And again, it's not fair that it should only be for colleges. What about people who have accrued debt? What about people who took business loans out? Right? If you took out a business loan to improve yourself, to make more money, to provide jobs for people, why can't you get $10,000 worth of forgiveness? If your business isn't making $125,000 a year, why shouldn't you get forgiveness of $10,000? The guy, the, the, the person who goes to college, that's them. The person who borrows money to open a business is, again, providing jobs. Feeding the economy. Rob's in East Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. What are you thinking, Rob? Oh, it's actually Paulus. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, basically. basically I'm sorry, I, mean, I know. Basically, what people aren't talking about is that everyone's forced to go to college. Uh-huh. Like, not even well, that. why are they forced to go to college? I mean, you decide to go to college. Yeah, but, every, every- but even sales jobs. Everybody has to do, you know, everyone has to go to college for, like, sales jobs, even. Not and really. With the millennials, with the millennials, like, we were all forced to go to college. Okay. Like, or you're, you know, you're basically, you know, not successful. And no one even talked about trades. So people are kind of late in the game for that. Well, no, not necessarily, because you can get in a, get, you can get in a trade and inside of a year or two be ready to go. And you've got something to offer. No, but, but nobody, nobody forces you into college. I mean, you, you know, a great salesman, there are a lot of great salesmen never went to college. You just have the gift of gab able to sell to people, right? Oh, I know. But if you, like, look at entry-level jobs now, right. you're competing against people that have a, a college degree. Okay. So then you have to go someplace where that's not required. I understand completely what you're saying. But again, you know, there are other ways. A lot of people have successful. I went to college for three days. A lot of people no, have become no, successful you, without going to college. No, I, I get you, but I think that error has changed. And I, I, I know, you know what? I'll tell you this. I'll give you this. I think it's going back. I think, it, I think people are now realizing, right. the, I think, because you know what, more and more we're seeing, because there are a couple of topics I was going to do this week about like how trade schools are taking over and not as many people are going to college and all these vocational schools that uh, were shunned. Now people need people to fix the cars. There's a, there's a shortage of auto mechanics in this, in this country. There's a shortage of electricians, of technicians, of plumbers. So I think I you're going to a family of union electricians. Yeah. And- they pretty much, my brother had to like, they, they all went to college and then realized it wasn't for them and then changed. But they heard it from everybody that, you know, we're going to drop out of college to do this. And now they're making like $60 an hour. They got the bigger boats. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Everybody loves summer, right? But it's so short. You really only have a few months before the warmest weather is gone. If you still have that nagging pain, you need to do something about it now so you can enjoy the rest of summer. Stop thinking about it's just your age and you have to live with it. It's not. You don't. Thankfully, my friends at Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab will have you back to having fun with family and friends, back to doing what you want or need to do. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977. 
appointment or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Flemington, Toms River, and Woodcliffe Lake. So you know there's one near you. Give the mo- Get the most out of summer before it's gone. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. New Jersey. You want to make it an endless summer? New Jersey 101.5 has given you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on the New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives. Make it an endless summer with a free Atlantic City giveaway from New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. President Biden forgiving uh, $10,000 worth of student loan debt, canceling the debt. I don't know if he can do it. I know it's going to go to court, uh, but how do you feel about it happening? Joe's in Summit on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. The whole idea is pretty dumb just because, first of all, it's the government that's going to pay. The uh, the ten grand is is, is the... Uh, is the regular student loans. The other ten grand is the Pell, which is the government loans. They'll just cancel those. But as far as the other ones, the government's just going to write a check. But my point being is that it's dumb. It's because it doesn't really move the needle for anybody. The ten grand isn't going to make a world of difference in anyone's life. People that own that owe fifty, sixty grand and can't pay, canceling ten grand on them isn't going to change anything. It's not going to stimulate the economy. It's not going to encourage them to do anything. The average borrower in New Jersey owes more than thirty thousand dollars. Right. So they're still going to owe net 20. No, no 20, right. If they qualify. If they're, if they're still living with their parents and their parents earn, earn over 250000 they're not going to get that debt taken off anyhow. So it doesn't really help for them. So my point is it really doesn't do anything. It's just he's just pandering to the public. He's trying to win votes into the election. It's really not going to make a world of difference in anyone's life. No, and it's... it's I mean, I think if he would have canceled a chunk, like 50000 you know, that would have totaled, you know, close to, you know, a trillion dollars of, of debt reduction. That's a big number, and that's a lot for the taxpayer to pay. But at this point, this amount is just trivial, I think. Doesn't yeah, but then we still got to pay for it. And uh, then you, and yeah. still, even at 10000 you still get people saying it's not enough, like this New Jersey citizen action. They want 50000 So he, and he, he's not going to – and if he, if he gave him 50000 people would bitch that he should be 100000 So in the end, you really can't win. You know, no matter what he did. And the truth of the matter is a good portion of student loan debt is for graduate school, more than half. So people that are doctors and lawyers, and they should be able to pay for it. So I I don't see who we're really helping out here. So it doesn't make sense to me, especially that it's 10 grand. Yeah, that's it, Joe. Good stuff. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5, no matter what. You know, uh, 10 grand, nah, we should have 50 grand. 50 grand, ah, we should have 100 grand. And in the end, what is it really doing? Maybe the lesson learned here is that it's not mandatory that you go to college or that your children go to college. Uh, Maybe it should be a decision, you know, a well-thought-out, informed decision with the plan to make the money with whatever you choose to do to work at it until you get to the point where you can make the money. 
to pay off that debt. But if people feel when they're going to be taking out debt, knowing that it's going to be forgiven, they're not going to care what they do with the money. Jane's in Wall on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jane. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Your call screener said that my facts were wrong. But if you read the bill and you listen to the experts, 56% of this payback, people that will be getting this money, are grad students. And between uh-huh. the Inflation Reduction Act and this act now, right. he's, he's already spent a trillion dollars alone in August of taxpayer money. So that means if the, the people who live next door to me has a kid who went to graduate school, I'm going to be paying for his tuition. Isn't that nice of you? You, want- you better get invited <laughs> to the party. You better get invited yeah, to the graduate. You, yeah, you got to get a piece of cake and uh, you got to get a nice glass of wine. Because you are you are picking up that tab. Jane, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. You got him? All right, tell you what. Let's, uh, let's squeeze him in. Foam up. Can we do it? All right. Mike is in Hillsborough. I was going to go to break, Mike. This better be good. What do you got for me? Well, so I had, no, not only me, like I came out of college in 88 right. with $10,000 and I did nothing but concentrate on paying that off. Right. So when my kids went to college, I let them take out the same amount of loans, which is about 20%. Right. Both my kids came out with $20,000 of college loans. Right. And for four straight years, did nothing but work to pay those things off. And they didn't have to do that now. Yeah. What does that say? country what does it say for everybody exactly what, what kind of, what are we learning now allowed to go back and and file a, a claim for ten thousand dollars nope that's it they just screwed thanks for the call to new jersey 101.5 working tonight that's all right one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. steve trebleese Hanging out with you till 11 o'clock tonight. Trevia 10, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Got those little feet diggers that you like so much. Going to be at the Basie Center's Hackensack Meridian Health Center Monday, September the 19th. Tickets are on sale now. For more information, you visit thebasie.org. Touring for their 45th anniversary with special guest. You ready for this? Miko Marks is going to be there. Miko Marks is going to be there. I know what you're thinking. All right. Before we get to Ryan's update here, before we get to headlines and trev lines, we've been talking about the student loan debt, $10,000 of which uh, President Biden is forgiven, which means that some students will have their debt forgiven for $10,000 and make less than 125000 They could buy at least maybe two tickets to see Bruce Springsteen. Maybe. Maybe they could fill their gas tank. Maybe. You know, who knows? Who knows what they could do with the money? But they are going to pay taxes on it. Nancy is in Westfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Nancy. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Not everyone is unhappy about this. I have to tell you, I have a daughter who is a 2019 graduate, right. living on her own, working very hard, uh, making $50,000 a year with $40,000 in loans. She paid ten back. She's got thirty left, and if this if this goes through, she'll only own owe twenty thousand. That's significant to a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, but should it be happening? Why should the government have to be? Why should the government be paying for people's college? That's great for your daughter, but why should it be the responsibility of the government to pay for the school? Well, I don't have an answer to that, but I, I can tell you that 
why are we paying so much to go to college? Well, that's something you got to take up with the college. And the way you stop that is don't go to college. Go someplace else. And then when they realize, they go to go to a community college for a couple of years. There are ways to get around it. The, the, the problem here is what the president should be doing, uh, along with staying awake, what the president should be doing is figuring out why the student loan debt is what it is. They're not solving that problem. They're throwing $10,000 at everybody, which is a drop in the bucket when you consider, like you just said, what your daughter's paying is student loans. And they're patting themselves on the back, but they're really not solving any problems now, are they? Well, I agree. The problem is the, the government has to work with the colleges to lower the, the... No, the government tells the college, knock it off and lower the debt. That's how it works, right? That's your government, right? The government then asked the college... Right, and, and, and again, it, we're, we're, but you know what? No, you're right. I'm wrong with that because it shouldn't be the government telling business how to run business. College is a business. Well, so if people, now, wait a minute, college. wait a minute. If people, okay. go ahead. Okay. If people stop buying from that business, the business will have to lower its price, right? True, but if you go on any college campus today, right? you will see so much money being spent in construction. They are building, building, building. Because they had all this money coming in. They have a lot of money coming in, and they're not giving it to the professors, that's for sure. I don't know what the professors are getting. You know, I don't know, but I know that some of the professors are like, if you want to take, if you if you want to take my course, you have to buy my book. And where's that? Where's that money going? Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Uh, but again, you know, then then it's up to government to make the colleges, you know, explain. Like Nancy said, work with the colleges. Let's come up with something that everybody can afford. But this is just so bogus. It's just so, here's $10,000. You love me now, right? <laughs> and they just don't see it. People are just so stupid. Oh, $10,000. The greatest thing that happened. And next thing you know, next year, $10,000 is back. Are you ready? I am ready. I got some good ones for you here. Okay, in that uh, case, I'm going to have to hit this. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trev Lines. I read the news today. Oh, doctor, doctor, oh. give me the news. There's oh, it's a whole thing. The headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. Now we're ready. Okay. <laughs> So I tried to keep these uh, kind of New Jersey-centric, but uh -huh. um, in terms of fun news in New Jersey, well, it's been... Uh, no not, fun not, in not New Jersey. Fun we have no New Jersey fun, right man. now. Um, so this one comes to us, um, woman on a flight. I don't know, how, how am I supposed to do this? Do I, like, give you, like, the headline? And you yeah, like, just tell me. No, no, just tell me, tell me what's going on. Tell me the story. All right. So this one uh, comes to us from Poland. From Poland? Poland okay. uh, nabbed a woman with an insane amount of, get this, heroin. 81-year-old woman, Danish woman, right? 81-year-old woman smuggling heroin. Yeah, traveling from Africa to Canada. Right. She got arrested in Warsaw, and they opened up a like a secondary flap at the bottom of her suitcase, and they found, get this, over $515,000 worth of heroin. Wow. The suitcase. How about that? Yeah. Well, you know, so, so what did they do? Uh, so uh, she claims... That it was her family members who gave her the suitcase and of said, that, oh, it's filled with I, stuff for no. family. Yeah, <laughs> take this to Uncle Ned. Okay. <laughs> Cousin Vinny needs a little something. It was a good try. You yeah. know. Who's uh, going to arrest Grandma? Exactly. Who's going to arrest Grandma? You know, she's got like, oh, at the bottom there, it's like Fig Newtons and... Um, uh, and heroin. Were, were those originals. And, and heroin. the new album, Fig Newtons and heroin. Fig Newtons and heroin. <laughs> That's going to be the new album. Um, 
this this next one does come from New Jersey. Ah, okay. Um, so, and I think 1015 might have a post about this one. The world's largest indoor go-kart track is opening in New Jersey of all places. I think Doyle wrote about that. He might have. Okay. But like... Uh, why New Jersey? Do you ride go karts? I don't. Did ride, you ever ride go karts? I don't ride go karts, but that seems like more of like a southern or Midwest type no, thing. No, like, we have we have a lot of racetracks. We have Wall Racetrack. We have Raceway Park. I mean, yeah, yeah that's true. We have Atco, right? We have New Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the um, when, when did you ever? When I was a kid, we had go karts. That was a cool thing. It's like, well, in Union City, we would build the go karts. Yeah. And the way you would do it, you. Uh, you know what a shopping cart looks like, right? Yeah. You take the, the top off a shopping cart, use just the wheels. And then you have the, um, you put the wheels, like, a, it was kind of like you would put, like, um, you would sit on that and race downhill with somebody else. And you would have, like, um, uh, a rope, like a two-by-four going across the front with the shopping cart wheels. Yeah. And that's how you would steer it, with the rope. You'd pull one end, you pull the other end, and that's how you'd make your turns. Then you would have, like, a, a two-by-four going this way. A milk box was your seat. And then you had, like, the wagon wheels underneath the milk box as well. A lot of people would steal baby carriages and do it with the baby carriage wheels. You know, I think I did something like that once when right? I was I was little. I was part of like something called it was at my church. It was called like the boys club or something. Mm -hmm. And um we built carts like that. And if I remember correctly, the one that it was actually my brothers and I that we built, right. um, they had me go down on it because they were like a little bit weary of it. Because we didn't, we <laughs> you didn't were the lightest kid too, right? Yeah, yeah. There so, you go. You flew down. <laughs> well, the thing is, we didn't do like that whole rope thing. We had like a dowel through like a hole in the middle of the front of our thing, and we would like spin that. Oh, you really thought about it? Yeah, you really put yeah. some work into well, it. Well, actually, that was probably my dad. I doing tried it. the one where where you had the broomstick going down, right? Okay. And you and I actually, we would go to the junkyard. We would go like by the cliffs and and steal like the steering wheel. And we got an actual car steering wheel, put it on a broomstick, put it down, and then used rope to tie the rope. So that okay. as you would turn, the, it would, the string would wrap around the pole, which would turn the wheel to the left. The only problem was, because it was rope, it would take like an hour and a half to make a left <laughs> turn. And by the time you went to make the left turn, you had already hit the wall. So oh, so you I, just got to know. It, it, was not, it was not a good idea. Yeah. All right, here's fast traffic. Weather is brought to you by Keystone Roofing and Siding. Is your home's exterior showing signs of age? Don't wait till it's too late. Call Keystone Roofing and Siding for a free evaluation. Roofing, siding, and windows, quality work, professionally done. Visit their new state-of-the-art showroom on Route 9 in Howell or log on to KeystonePros.com. Speaking of which, all right, uh, once upon a time, I had a producer, and uh, his name was Tommy Farrell. And uh, he was, you know, you, there are certain people who uh, come into this business, come through these doors uh, that you just know are destined for success. You just know this guy's going to make it. This guy we don't have to worry about. He's not going to be here very long. He's going to make it. And Tommy just loves this place. And he would come in here and work for nothing, uh, do whatever he could do. And, uh, and when it got to the point where, like, you know, he was making the other producers run laps around the building, he was making guests drop for 10, and every... Uh, Every show ended in the victory formation. We knew that one day Tommy would go on and become a head football coach. And now, at 27 years old, Tommy Farrell is the varsity coach of Manchester High School, and he joins us now. Hey, kiddo, I'm so proud of you. 
Thanks, Trev. How you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, let's talk about your meteoric rise. I saw the article today that uh, our pal Kevin Williams wrote about you and your team. Fantastic. Tell me, tell, yeah, tell mean, me how this all happened. Kevin Williams is awesome. I mean, I remember shadowing him in high school when I was th- you know, thinking about being in the, in the media industry. And he's just a class act. You know, Kevin Williams is a staple of shore conference sports, shore conference football. And, um, you know, when I got, when I got board approved in April, um, you know, my dream came true. I live in Manchester. Um, I was happy to, you know, have a four minute commute, but more importantly, you know, <laughs> Manchester has a lot of, gr- has a lot of great kids. Um, these kids want to be coached. They want to be loved and, um, and they deserve to have success. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to do my job without my amazing assistance. And, you know, the senior leadership we have is, is also phenomenal. And, you know, I'm, I'm right where I want to be. I'm teaching. Uh, they started a new communications and media academy at the high school. Um, you know, I couldn't be happier to be a part of this Manchester community. And um, I'm just fired up to be here. And, and we finally started camp. And, you know, we're in, the, we're in the thick of it now. So I'm just, I'm just fired up. Are you on speakerphone? Why do I sound terrible? You sound, you sound like you're on it. You're, you're the produ- you used to produce this show. You know. Get off the speakerphone. All right. Ah, sound yeah. better? Yeah, much better, much better. Right. You know, uh, so so like at 27 years old, you know, like I said, you leave radio, you go and you're doing television, you're working with Spadia for a while. So uh, what made you turn to football, and how did you get so far so fast? You know, I, I knew deep down, um, you know, my father was a high school football coach. I have a lot of cousins who coach and played at the collegiate level and some at the professional level. I knew deep down my junior year of college playing football at Stonehill, um, when I hurt my knee, I knew deep down I wanted to be a coach. Um, but I also knew that I was, you know, I, was, I thought I was pretty good at the media thing. I went and got my master's degree, and, you know, I worked with you guys. I worked in NFL Films. I worked with Idiot Chasing News. Um, and I liked it, you know, and I, I, was, I thought I was pretty good at my job. I, I worked my tail off, um, but there was something missing. Um, and, I, you know, that was being on the sideline on Friday nights. Um, so during COVID, you know, God bless my wife, um, she, I told her I want to change careers in the middle of a pandemic. How about that? I was getting my, you know, my teaching certs in the background of, you know, when I was working at Chasing News and I hopped on that first gig at, at Parsippany High School. I was driving an hour and 40 minutes away and, you know, I was a defensive coordinator. I was a special teams coordinator and um, I was teaching TV production. Um, and then, you know, the same teaching job opened up at Shore Regional. So now I got a 30 minute commute. I'm learning under Coach Cosentino, who's a legend in the short sprints. You know, he's going on 200 wins, I believe. Right. Um, and I figured, you know, I'm going to say it sure as long as I can learn a lot under Coach Cos. And, you know, this Manchester head job opened up. And I said, you know what, why not put my name in the hat, um, get the interview experience down. And, and here we are. So <laughs> I couldn't be more grateful. It was definitely a very quick four years of coaching to get where I am today. But it wouldn't be, you know, without my amazing wife, my, my father, who's, you know, who's been a, you know, a huge role model to me in the coaching game and just everyone who I played under and learned under as an assistant, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them. So, you see, you're practicing your coach of the year award of a speech. I like that. You know, you're practicing the championship trophy speech. I like this. He's already got the thank yous ready to go. This guy, uh, talk about how, what it's like because you you know you played college football you've played on different levels of course you played high school football what is it like at 27 reaching these kids who aren't very much younger than you yeah you know i i lean on my little brother a little bit my little brother's a freshman playing football at monmouth university he's 10 years younger than me and you know i rattle off some ideas on him and you know i listen to the same music as these kids do so that's not an issue there but you know to differentiate you know that i'm not their friend i'm their head coach right you know was something i did right away um, you know, and, and, you know, these kids at Manchester, the seniors, they've had three head coaches in their four years. 
Wow. Um, so there, there's definitely, you know, as rightfully so, you know, these seniors are going to have some trust issues and that's me, you know, doing it with my actions and not just with my words. And, and these kids are buying in, but again, you know, at 27, you know, I, I'm leaning on my assistants. I got two former head coaches on my staff and coach Mysteri and coach O'Donnell. Um, I got, you know, coach Brown, who's a longtime Jackson Memorial grad, three-time state champion as a coach and a player. Um, he's my offensive coordinator, coach Demetrius Smith, my D line coach. Um, just a lot of great guys who I'm leaning on, you know, I have no, I have no shame in saying at my age, being a head coach, a first time head coach that I can lean on my assistants and they're definitely helping me out. It's a team effort. Does it feel intimidating to have that much experience around you? Like you've got something to prove or do you feel like you go in and set the tone? No, I think because of my energy and my enthusiasm, I don't think I have anything to prove. I want my kids, you know, my, my, my young men on my team to want to have that, you know, to have that chip on their shoulder. You know, Manchester's never won a playoff game. They've have, they have won division championships since the 70s. Um, I want the kids to have that, you know, to play with that chip on their shoulder. Um, you know, I, as long as I can put them in the positions to be successful, then I've done my job. But it's got to come from within them, um, you know, to play with that chip on their shoulder and play with something to prove. And I think they're doing that right now in training camp. What's it like uh, when you become the head coach? It's one thing like you're the defensive coordinator, you're doing the different positions. Now you're in charge of everything. You know, how, how has Tommy Farrell's day changed once that got put on him? You know, I, I'm still calling the defense um, because I can't let go of my defense. I'm a defensive guy, so I'm, you know, I'm still kind of a DC. That's where I get my X's and O fixing. But, you know, being a head coach, it's a lot more, it's, it's a lot of non X's and O's, right? It's the fundraising, it's the physicals, it's the, do we have enough helmets? Does this kid, um, you know, is he going to be late? Does this kid need to get a, you know, a doctor's note, this, that, and the third? And it's not a lot of X's and O's. Um, so that's what I'm kind of learning on the fly. Thank God I'm very organized. Um, but again, leading on these former head coaches to kind of assist me with that since I've never done that um, is huge. What are you predicting for Manchester High School this year? Well, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not going down the schedule. We're just worried about Lakewood right now, week one on September 3rd. Um, a little old school Ocean County rivalry. Um, I'm good friends with LJ Clark, the head coach at Lakewood. They should have a very good team this year. Um, and we travel, you know, down Route 70 to Lakewood on on September 3rd, and that's all our focus is on right now. So I'm not, I'm not getting into that, Trev. You know, you can't figure <laughs> it. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Hey, man, best of luck. So proud of you. Keep in touch. We will talk more both on and off the radio. Thank you, Trev. Appreciate it. You got it, pal. That's Tommy Farrell, head coach, old producer. You see, you see, they come here, they produce the show, we birth them, we send them out into the world. Varsity coach at Manchester High School. Wow, look at that. That's impressive. Really? I'm telling you, right? Who knows where you can go working on this show? The School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> I know where I'm going to end up. It's 930. <laughs> Another lead. 800-283-101.5. New Jersey weather brought to you by Sansone Hyundai at Woodbridge, New Jersey. Come today. Drive today at Sansone Automall. Over 600 certified pre-owned vehicles, all backed by their 72-hour money-back guarantee. Plus, receive top dollar for your trade, complimentary maintenance for your first year, and easy credit. Visit SansoneAuto.com. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. This is the Beatles fan must see. I went to, uh, so I'll let it be a celebration of the music of the Beatles at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, last Friday night, it's going to be running through Sunday, and uh, it's an incredible show. It's the best Beatle tribute show I have ever seen in my life, and I thought I had seen them all up to this point. And we are lucky enough to get the man who plays Ringo, Chris McBurney, on. Chris, how are you? Thanks for calling in. 
Hey, doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, getting in touch, Steve. Dude, I I watch this show. First of all, like the premise is, so you come out and you go through all the different eras of the Beatles, and mm-hmm. then the announcer says. You know, there have been many attempts to reunite the Beatles uh, through the 70s, the Saturday Night Live, blah, 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 blah. Imagine if they had gotten together on October 9th, 1980, to celebrate John Lennon's birthday. And you guys come out uh, dressed as they would look in 1980. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man, th- you must get used to seeing this. People were crying, myself included, in the audience watching this show. How, how does it make you feel? Uh, tell us about playing Ringo. It's uh, a huge, huge honor to play Ringo. He's always been, you know, my favorite drummer since I was about six years old. Really? Um, yeah, I uh, I just was a massive Beatles fan even since at, at, at that time. I had my brother had a, um, the White Album, and so uh-huh. I kind of d- discovered that as a, as a young kid, and just knew there was something really magical about the Beatles. And so, um, and then as a, as I became a little older, I started playing the drums, and then Ringo just became kind of my hero. So it's a huge honor. He's, um, you know, he's got a very unique style. He's, I, I think he's the greatest rock and roll drummer in the world. Uh, very hard to replicate. And uh, it's been uh, challenging in the, in the beginning, really trying to like recreate all those drum parts. But it's hugely rewarding seeing, seeing the audience respond to the music. You even do the thing with the shoulder. I mean, you got Ringo down. <laughs> it's funny because he has different, you know, as he gets a little older, because like you mentioned that we're in the last kind of part of the show, we're doing the um, the reunion, and he's got a kind of a bit of a, bit of a different swagger. Um, mm-hmm. He's not, not moving as... Um, uh, you know, as sort of excited as he would be, say, playing on like so the Ed Sullivan show. So it's it's really fun to kind of go through those sort of different phases of his his drumming. Have you gone into uh, you know like Ringo's biography? Did you study up on Ringo to play him? You know, how has how has playing Ringo changed you as a drummer? Well, he um, at, in terms of drumming, it's just uh, like I, he he's uh, left-handed, but he actually plays the drums as a right-handed. Uh, as I didn't a know that. Drummer. Yeah, so he leads with his left, um, and he uh, with his left hand because most right-handed drummers will lead with their right hand, but he he leads with his left, but he's sitting as as a right-handed drummer, so it's a very unique kind of style. His fills are so musical and. Uh, he just uh he's he's just a musical drummer and uh and he has like a very inventive approach to the drums when you're on stage you truly become ringo in the reunion concert you sing it don't come easy and you you sound like him how much work went into the whole band uh just i have like i said i've seen so many beatle shows but you guys almost you match them note for note the work that went into this michael gagliano is john lennon uh jt curtis is george harrison neil uh kendall laura playing paul the the look you can see it from the pictures on nj1015.com and the sound and, and not only that but i just want to mention the way you play the songs like i was i was speaking to maybe maybe it was mike at the thing where like when you want to hold your hand the original version, you hear the guitars opening. You guys have the drums behind it, bringing it up, boom, 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 da, 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 da. And it really brings it into the present. Talk about the sound and how you got that down so well. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people never really get to see the Beatles play live. And, when, and if they did, they saw, 
you know, a short 25, 30 minute set and the sound system was really crummy. And mostly you would hear screaming girls, screaming fans. And so it would be very hard to hear the music. So it's not, it wouldn't be like seeing the Beatles in, you know, 63, 64, 65, all the way up to 66 is when they stopped touring. Um, it's it's kind of a little bit more of a modern approach to the music, um, and so especially with like the um, the reunion stuff, you would this is probably what they would sound like, you know, um, in in 1980. So um, we when we work really really hard at the music, and we've we've all you know been really um, huge Beatle fans since we were young, and studied the music and kind of went over note for note and very very detailed every little. There's these uh, isolated tracks that you can find. They were rare at one point, and now you can kind of find them on YouTube of isolated drums and isolated guitar and isolated bass uh, uh, takes from different songs. So um, we do, we're very dedicated. And, and, you know, like one of, one of the, the, the guy who plays John, Michael Galliano, is, says, you know, the Beatles are like his, his Bible, you know, it's his, his, uh, huge passion is it's basically like the bible to him so uh and, and it's like that for all of us i talked to him at the party and you, you could hear that in his voice did you watch the get back documentary oh yeah oh yeah very uh i watched uh, i watched it this it, for a second time i watched the first half a second time mm-hmm. um and i'm waiting to watch this the the second half again but uh yeah i was waiting waiting for a while for that so <laughs> i know there's actually going to be more footage potentially there is more footage but i don't know if they'll release it in fact i just read an article. oh you know they'll release it <laughs> i hope come on so. i hope so I, and if they don't it'll be some sort of bootleggy thing but i disney oh, yeah. i think is reluctant right now to release it so but they hopefully they Get sure back again, get back again, get back again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite song? What's the song you most love playing during the show? Well, it changes from time to time. Like this that. particular tour right now, uh, this this sit down here at Atlantic City, I think it's probably um, I saw her standing there. We opened with that. And it's just the energy of that song. It's the first song on Please Please Me, their very first tune on the very first album of the Beatles. It's just got this kind of raw energy. Um, and uh, it's it just kind of gets me going for the rest of the show. So that's a lot of fun to do. It's amazing when you, you know, when you first put on the very first album and you hear that count off, what that is actually, you know, in essence, counting off. I know it gives me, it gives me chills. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. It counts off this, um, this, this huge movement. Yeah. (laughs) The world will never be the same. Music world will never be the same. The whole world. That count off. Yeah. 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 That's the way to put it. Chris McBurney, it's uh, Let It Be, a celebration of the music of the Beatles. And uh, we, we got it on the website, nj1015.com. You can get tickets. going to be playing through Sunday. Thanks so much for coming on. It was a pleasure talking to you and seeing the show, and I hope everybody does see it. Thanks so much. My pleasure, Steve. Talk soon. You got it. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Trevor, you're coming up at 10. Say 101.5, New Jersey weather, brought to you by Casino Pier. Breakwater Beach Water Park, proud to host the Denise Whale and Crab Race to benefit Memorial Sloan Kettering on Saturday, August 27th. Buy a crab anytime at Breakwater Beach for just $5. You might win one of hundreds of prizes. Find out more at CasinoPierNJ.com. Steve Trevelis. 
Trevi is coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Go on uh, go on the Steve Trevelis page at nj1015.com and uh, learn about the uh, Let It Be, a celebration of the Beatles music at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino this week. Uh, through Sunday, you got to go see it. It is truly a great show. And I just had Chris McBurney, who plays Ringo, on. Also, uh, Wallet Hub is uh, another article about uh, New Jersey. And we're now ranked the seventh least equitable when it comes to school districts. You could read all about it at nj1015.com. The new, uh, the new McDonald's chicken, uh, chicken Big Mac. What do you think of the chicken Big Mac? Chicken Big Mac. I'm here for that. Right. Yeah, I feel like you know if you're gonna get mystery meat, it's probably gonna be the the burger meat. <laughs> but like, the chicken but the patty, chicken mystery meat. Well, the chicken patty looks the same wherever you go. You know, school lunch, McDonald's, Wendy's. It's a chicken patty. You know, it's a chicken patty. Really. All yeah. right. So what else we got going on in the headlines and the travel lines? All which right. We started like an hour ago. This one we're gonna go into a neighboring state, and this one I'm actually gonna have you guess. Good. So this emotional support animal that's not a normal animal that you'd have for emotional support <laughs> <orangutan>. <laughs> is up for America's favorite pet in a uh, really in America's favorite pet animal kingdom a new pet popularity contest so what do you think the an this this unusual animal is all right hold on it's America is going to be up for America's favorite pet yeah he likes to give he loves to give hugs oh god wait a minute are we talking about a gorilla? A monkey? Nope. It's an alligator. An alligator? Yep. Alligators can't give hugs. They got alligator arms. How does an alligator give a hug? I got no idea, but this this one comes from uh, Fox News of all places. The the alligator's name is Wally Gator in Hales. Well, Wally Gator was a cartoon in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Right. Uh, well, not not you how it happened. Remember that? One? I watched Boomerang when I was little. I wasn't my alive. My grandmother used to watch it when she was pregnant with my mom. <laughs> um, yeah, it hails from the city of York, which is in Pennsylvania of all right. places. And um, the alligator, the pet alligator. Who wants to? Who gets paid to pet the alligator? I got no idea. Let's see. Uh, the TikTok bio, which is where he his his fame comes from. He has mm -hmm. uh, alligator's fame. He about sixty eight thousand people who who love this animal. Um, he's a licensed emotional support animal, which means that someone and somewhere let me get this straight signed you're, off. You're you're in you're in a public store. You're in a restaurant, right? And your food comes, and in walks a person with a, an alligator on a leash, and this is my emotional support alligator. And they have to let the alligator in as everybody in the place is running for cover or running the hell out of there? It's an emotional... Yeah, that feels like an emotional, distra emotional yeah, distress. Yeah, that's an alligator. emotional distress. I mean, I don't know if I'd be into that. There was, there was a, a friend of mine uh, used to be a DJ at a strip yeah. club in Woodbridge. And uh, this, one, this one stripper comes in. And all these guys are at the bar, right? And she she's doing her dance, and she opens up like she has a bag, like a sack. Mm -hmm. And she opens up the sack, and these snakes come out. It's emptied the bar. <laughs> what? I, why would you even think to do this? I, yeah? I got no idea. I don't know why people bring, like, animals Emotional support <laughs> alligator? No, no, no. A bag of emotional and, support snakes? But this is, well, that was an emotional support snake. That was, I guess, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, props. I guess guys, she wanted to dance with guys. But but going back, though, I mean, so they're saying this is going to be the pet, they want this to be like the new pet of the year? This is, uh, uh, allegedly, it has a good amount of votes. Um, 
in oh okay so the the prize right. if if this alligator wins is ten thousand dollars for what ten thousand dollars for having i don't know america's favorite emotional support pet or something like that and it's an alligator well, everyone who votes for the alligator should spend at least one night with the alligator and, and, then, and then we'll see who wins jersey radio all right are we ready to go and now the show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's Trivial Steve Trevelis. Thank you very much, Dennis Pardell. All right, let's get this show on the road. It is Trivia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And uh, if you're going to have someone in here doing trivia, then usually I got like 50 people that beg to come in here. And usually, like, it's like, you know, I got to turn them away. Sorry. Man. Today was like everybody. Thank God for Justin Gonzalez. <laughs> Something that Justin Gonzalez is not used to hearing. Thank <laughs> God for Justin Gonzalez. Because he's here and he's funny and he sings and he's kind of like a modern day Jim Neighbors. Oh, my you remember goodness. Remember Jim Neighbors? I, that, well, that's a hell of a compliment. My goodness, Great. thank you so you much. You know Jim Neighbors, oh, right? Yeah. You know, Jim Neighbors was Gomer Pyle, yeah. and he'd walk around. And, you know, I saw this funny thing. I saw this funny thing on uh, Facebook. The reason why the Andy Griffith Show was so happy. Oh, why is that? Nobody was married. <laughs> Andy wasn't married. <laughs> Helen wasn't married. Barney wasn't married. MB wasn't married. Opie wasn't married. Gruber wasn't married. Gomer wasn't married. Ernest T wasn't married. Well, that makes a lot of sense why we're all so dosh darn happy. Right. <laughs> the only guy who was married was just Otis, and he spent most of his time drunk. <laughs> Right? But you remind me of Jim Neighbors because Jim, hey, he thought you quite a bit. And then it comes up and here's Jim Neighbors. Some enchanted evening. And you go into this voice. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, thank a you. Tenor Justin Gonzalez. Oh, thank a you. Tenor thank Justin Gonzalez. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 uh it's one of the things that I, I learned early on is that you just don't you don't just love the music, you just don't love the notoriety, you gotta love the stories. And I think that's when you really connect with the audience, is when you when you can really live and, and talk about these stories, be it like how we're talking now or through yeah. the music. Yeah. Do you did you study the stories? Did you like research the stories? Oh, that's well, that's that's half. Uh, of did it. you're singing in the you don't even know you, you're singing a different language. Oh yeah, and you yeah. know the story. Absolutely, you have to study what every word means so that way you understand the emphasis when you're making it, why you're making it, how you're making it. And it's the same thing with the English. You know, you really do have to study because you you sing a song, right? Like say for instance, you're singing a song from a musical, but it's part of a bigger show, so you got to understand how it fits in and what's the emotion. Then you got to bring yourself to it, and when you do that that's when you can really have something special a real communication with the audience i think it's a lot like comedy though you do comedy like the same way i i do i do you i try to figure that. out where the jokes because we have no idea <laughs> all right does this one work i didn't even laugh at the last one let's try this all right the method to the madness well you know it's, it's about the authenticity you know some of our favorite comics is because they were so authentically themselves yeah, know, on stage, you know, Carlin and and Dangerfield, you know, I, you know, Godfrey, even, you know, just these guys, they were just so, uh, they were just so much themselves. Gilbert within, was fearless. Oh my god, he didn't care. Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, he was he was draped in a character, but it was just versions of himself. You yeah, know? And, he, and he allowed us in that way, although it was through a lens. You know, it's really it's really cool. And so yeah, I, I approach, uh, you know, the the music with the, even Queen, even with the Killer Queen experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I still bring myself to those stories. You know, and 
uh, allow it to be. Hopefully something special, not just for myself. And it my was great. The way you brought another one bites the dust to life. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, we're going to be we're playing tonight for a pair of tickets to see Little Feet at the Basie Center's Hackensack Meridian Health Center. Little Feet, 45th anniversary. You can see them. 1-800-283-101.5. The categories are music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. And here's what we're going to do. I've got a couple of open slots here, Justin. Okay. We are going to come up with the easiest questions. We're going to do okay. everything possible to put you in the seats for that show. So jump on, 1-800-283-101.5, even if you just want to be on the radio and answer a question. We start this off, as we always do, with our music director, a man whose call I accidentally missed today. Raymond from Rockaway, Buonasera. Hey, Buonasera, Steve, and good evening to your guest, too. Uh, <laughs> I see he sings, but he doesn't sing Greek. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I don't do Greek. You're you absolutely, don't do I, Greek? I eat Greek. You do Zorba the Greek? <laughs> <laughs> he does. See, we call him Souvlaki Sam over here. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's in good health. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Are you going to the show Friday night, Saturday night with Matochi? Uh, that's what I want to tell you. I, I really don't, I, could, I couldn't get anybody to take me because I, I oh. can't drive at night. Oh. Uh, so I, do, I donated it to the chief of police of Rockaway Bottle. You are a nice oh, man. He was so happy because he loves Frank Sinatra, too. <laughs> oh, Matochi sounds, you know, he sounds just like him, Raymond. All right, Raymond, I what are we singing to tonight? Say, I told him to say hello to Mr. Matucci. <laughs> he will do that. What are, you, what are we singing uh, he's tonight? He's got my name. He's got, I gave him the paper, no problem. Okay. Well, anyhow, tonight, uh, I love Dean Martin. Okay. Ooh. Little Dean Martin is good. Everybody loves somebody's own gun. Everybody falls in love somehow. Something in your kiss just told me my sometime is now. Everybody finds somebody someplace. There's no telling where love may appear. Something in my heart keeps saying my someplace is here. If I had it in my power, I'll arrange for every girl to have your charms. Then every minute, every hour, every boy would find what I found in your arms. Everybody loves somebody sometime. And although my dreams were overdue, your love made it all worth waiting for someone like you. Yeah! yeah. How about that? All right, how's that there, tenor, Justin Gonzalez? Good night. I'm going home. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Raymond, what is your category? Uh, New Jersey. Just... Okay. All right. New Jersey. Here we go. Sing it to him. What's the state capital of New Jersey? Is it A, Newark, <laughs> B, Trenton, C, Atlantic City, D, Jersey City? I, I'm, I'm sorry, could you repeat? Because uh, the, my, 
My phone is very low. Can you repeat the question? Yes, I can. What's the state capital of New Jersey? A. Newark. B. Trenton. C. Atlantic City. D. Jersey City. Uh, but of course it's Trenton. Well, of course it's Trenton. Chicken dinner. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> I, I'm telling how many people just drove off the road when you asked that question the way you did. <laughs> Right, I mean, it's like, do, do, do that again, do it again. <laughs> where, where, where did I, where, I even forgot the question. This is what happened. Oh, what is the state capital of New Jersey? My goodness. <laughs> Call J.G. Wentworth, 877 <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Justin Gonzalez is in here. Who can possibly follow Raymond? Mike Nevinell is on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hi, Zon. What's going on? Well, much. How you doing, pal? You know, the the Mike Martucci, he's my namesake also. I know. I know. Did I lose you? Where'd he go? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Mike, call back. We will definitely get you on. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry, Mike. I screwed oh, up. I hit the wrong button. It's the uh, slip of the finger. It happens. It Mike, happens. you call back. There he is. Hold on. Hold on. All right, Michael. You're at your back. My mistake. All right. I'm back, buddy. Hi, what is your category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5, or Prajut? <laughs> I like Prajut and Gabagol. Prajut and Gabagol. Oh, he right. wins! Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> You're a mozzarella. Hey! <laughs> Dr. Martucci spells his name different than I do. I'm T-U-C-C-I. He's T-O-C-C-I. Well, he knows not to touch or you. Oh, I thought he—I thought he spelled Michael differently. <laughs> Mikey, uh, what's your category? New Jersey, Steve. New Jersey. Okay. Hey, you said I can underhand pitch him. You can underhand. Uh, okay. Him. What? Uh, what coast is New Jersey on? North, oh south, my God. east, no, or west? I don't insult no. the man. I mean, okay, fine. Okay. How about this? Uh, let's go. Let's go to this. What city has the largest population in New Jersey? Newark, Trenton, Atlantic City, or Jersey City? I'm gonna go A Nork. Hey, there we go. go. See, you're right. I can't. I can't toot against softball too much. My goodness. Good thing you called back. Yeah. Well done, Mike. It's fast traffic. Steve Trevelis and uh, Justin Gonzalez and the Baja Marimba band underneath us. Cha cha cha. I feel like uh, I feel like coffee in Zambuca should be spread oh, around as sounds, we're sitting at the table. That sounds delightful right and now. Watching the girls go by. <laughs> All right, there's the girl from Ipanema over there. Paul and Tan. There we go. Let's talk to, uh, we're giving away little feet tickets. All right. Nice. So you know, uh, you win this uh, pair of tickets to Little Feet at the Basie Center's Hackensack Meridian Health Center on Monday, September 19th. Tickets are on sale now. For more information, visit thebasie.org. Touring for their 45th anniversary, special guest, Miko Marx is going to be there. Ooh, I know what you're thinking. You're probably saying, he's not going to get No, no, Miko Marx. I kid you not. <laughs> Gregory is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gregory. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? I'm doing good. How about you, pal? Uh, I'm doing great. I got to correct you on something, though, Steve, uh, about the Andy Griffith show. What? The mayor was also married. Oh, the mayor? What? The mayor was in three episodes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was he Mayor McCheese? <laughs> 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 but come on, man. No, all right. Other than the mayor and Otis. 
And he was, yeah, he was a politician. I'll say a drunken a politician. A Sounds drunken, about right. Yeah. Everybody else was single, and everybody was happy. You know where else they were happy? Gil, oh, Gilligan's Island. They had the howls, right? So that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny, like all those old shows, right? Very few people. Petticoat Junction. Nobody. They were either divorced or widowed. You always <laughs> managed to kill off the spouse on one of my, my three sons, right, Craig? All of them, you're right, yeah. 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 The, the, the funny shows. <laughs> right. What's your category? I'm going with that stuff. I know all about it. I'm going to go movies. All right, movies. All right, what have I got here from the movies? All right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay. Uh, huh. All right. Uh, I want to get you a good one here. I was going to say, they work better when you read them out loud, Steve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How many on-screen deaths were there? In Goodfellas, and don't make me play Layla. Was there A, 100, B, 5, C, 22, or D, 18? On screen deaths in Goodfellas. How many people got it on camera? A, 100, B, 5, C, 22, D, 18. I gotta go with I gotta go with five. I gotta go with B. Of course it's five. I mean, it wasn't like the same Valentine's Day massacre. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Tom is in Phillipsburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve O. How you doing, pal? Uh, good, real good. Mm, did you have a good day today? Yeah, yeah, can't complain. What's the best thing happened to you today? Oh, I found a trapper to get rid of this skunk that's living under my shed. You did? Oh, dude, how did you do it? You found a trap to get rid of it? How did you do it? No, no, I found a trapper. He's going to come and Oh, get he's going to oh, okay. be very quiet. I'm hunting skunk. Uh, really? Uh, I want to ask, I mean, like, when you when you hired him, did you do it in person or over the phone? Over the phone. I don't know. I don't want to do that in person because if he shows up smelling of skunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is he charging you to get rid of the skunk? He's doing it very cheap. Um, he's, he's not, let's say, a licensed guy for that. You've got to get a license to kill a skunk? He's, to to it's, trap it's, a skunk? You've got to get a license to breathe. <laughs> so you, the, the guy's showing up with a slingshot. And, yeah. he gets, and he gets to eat what he keeps. You know, yeah, he, you know, he eats what he catches. Skunk meat? As long as I'm not involved, he can do anything he wants. There you go. <laughs> All right, what's your category, Tom? I'm going to get brave and try New Jersey. Okay. All right, come on, okay, Justin. Okay, Hot steaming cup of New Jersey. Let's see here. Okay, this this will be easy for you. Okay, I promise. Okay, which of the following okay. famous people does not... Have a bridge named for them that spans the Delaware River from New Jersey into Philadelphia. Is it A. William Penn, B. Betsy Ross, C. Ben Franklin, D. Walt Whitman? I think it's the first one. I think you're right. There it is. Look at this. Good luck with the skunk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, but I, I heard that job really stinks. No, <laughs> yeah, look at thank, thank you. Thank you very much. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, jump on. We have some winners here. we got two open slots. Uh, we are playing Trevia, Music, Movies, Television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Winner gets a pair of tickets to see Little Feet at the Basie Center's Hackensack Meridian Health Theater on Monday, September 19th at 7.30. Tickets are on sale now. For more info, you visit the Basie.org. This is the 45th anniversary of Little Feet. Special guest, Miko Marks. Hey, get the Miko Marks show. I'm um, just saying. Let's go to uh, Peter is in Lawrence Township. Hello, Peter. You guys cracked me up. Somebody has <laughs> Entertained to. all night for the last three nights. See that? We got to oh, do what you. we got to do, Peter. You, you guys deserve an Oscar. I was thinking more of a Felix. Hey, you want you want the Oscar? Here's the Oscar. Stephanie's <laughs> ridiculous. You got it. All right. What's your category, Peter? Movies. Movies. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. In the very Jersey movie Atlantic City, what was the name of the gigantic elephant structure shown in the beginning of the film? Lucy, Pete, Honker. Angel. Pete. Pete. I'm a little Peter. Come on. Even Chad can't believe that. Shocked. I shocked. (laughs) Shocked. Completely shocked. 10:30. Now the latest New Jersey news. Sing. (laughs) Bellotti. That's not what I wanted. Sing the Bellotti part. It's Bellari. Oh, Bellari. Oh, oh, see, this is what I, was saying, right? I didn't have the ears in. Sorry. Well, for a limited time, Bellari <laughs> is opening a, an offering a 10% discount on nearly every type of home bottling project they offer, including their expert handyman services. Call 908-725-8401 or visit BellariNJ.com for details. Some conditions apply. Justin Gonzalez is here. Hey, hey. He doesn't even need the microphone. <laughs> He's got the jersey. What do you got, jersey? I have New Jersey and I have music. music. Of course you got music. And uh, I got the rest. I got uh, television, movies, New Jersey, 101.5. Let us, let's go to uh, Rachel is in Bayville on New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Rachel. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just getting home from trivia night, so I hope I do well tonight. Did you do well there? We came in like third place, but I killed it in the music round. So. Oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. okay. You're gonna, you're gonna. I guess, I guess, feel it. You're gonna kill it again. All right. Are you taking music? I so, I'll take. I don't know. What? Give me whatever. Whatever. You, kind no, of no. Like, you got it. You whatever. got it. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, one hundred one point five. Let's go. I'll just go New Jersey. Okay. Let's see what All I know. Right. Hey, you, on, you, you get on. me either Don't way. How let about that? Rachel lose. <laughs> Rachel came in third in the music tonight. That's that. What, you know. what was one of some of the questions that you nailed it? Um, I knew Twiggy, a 1972 model actress, and I knew a bunch of the modern songs. So I was pretty proud of myself. Okay, we're proud of you too, Rachel. Okay, so so Let's how, see if how, that pride continues. How, how well how well do you know the uh, the New Jersey beaches? I live at the Jersey Shore, so I hope. Oh, okay, well, let's see. Let's see if you can do the Shore proud. He okay. was on the postcard. That's- <laughs> right. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Where in the state of New Jersey would you find the only legal 
clothing optional beach. Are we talking Wildwood, Island Beach State Park, Atlantic City, or Sandy Hook? Oh my gosh, clothing optional? Oh yes, darling. Oh, I have to say Island Beach because it's the only one that's like not really manned by anybody. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, no, Rachel. I'm getting an image of Christy sitting in the chair, and it's not good. Oh. I wish you'd put down that corn dog. Oh my uh, god! Uh, <laughs> Rachel, I could have had something special. Let's go back to the postcard. (laughs) Let's go to Rob is in East Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Robbo? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Uh, Okay. Did you have a good day today, Rob? Uh, I'm alive. I'm on this side of the grass. That's all that matters. No, it depends. You haven't seen what the other side of the grass looks like. (laughs) What's, uh, What's the best thing to happen to you today, Rob? Rob? I'm with my girlfriend. You're with your girlfriend. Are you interrupting and the pause? <laughs> well, say that again. I'm sorry. And our little Yorkie. Oh. Who, who, who gets between you in bed, and that becomes annoying. Yep. Right? All right. What is your category? Okay. I would like New Jersey 101.5. Huh? The answer is Bill Doyle. I didn't even get the question yet. Oh, I like that. What are we, Jeopardy? What is this, Jeopardy now? <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. I'll give you a hot steaming cup of New Jersey 101.5. Uh, all right. Uh, name Bill Doyle's favorite actress. Is it A, Jennifer Gray? Jennifer Connolly. Jennifer Connolly. You know what? You'd at least let me like, get the answer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was that, was that the girlfriend or the Yorkie that answered that? Uh, we... The girlfriend. Oh, okay. I'm glad you made that clear. <laughs> I was scared. It took him too long yeah, really. to answer that one. Right now he's getting beat on. All right, from, from Rob, we go to Bob in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Bob. Hey, Steve, what's up, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, pal? Good, doing good. Uh, I'm not doing so good. I miss Raymond tonight. Yeah, Raymond was here. Raymond was here earlier. He said, do for Bob. Yeah, I know that, yeah. All right. What is your – did you have a good day today, Bob? I I had a good day. Yeah, I had a good day today. Yeah, I had a good workout today. Oh, good workout. What's the best thing happened to you today? Uh, I did a reverse grip, close grip bench with 195, my personal best. 190? That's great. 195 on a bench. That's excellent. No, but reverse grip and close grip, Steve. Reverse, oh, reverse oh. close grip. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Reverse close no, grip, <laughs> 190. Jeez, I'm hanging with you, Bob. Bob, you want to be my bodyguard? <laughs> you know, actually, I was just I was having coffee with a friend, and he lifts. Right. And he was telling me the other day, and he was uh, benching, uh, I think it was 190, uh, 195, actually. But I, I'm, I'm sorry. i got to tell you that he warms up on 195, okay? But he was doing suicide grip. What's suicide grip? So that's when Around his thumb, throat? <laughs> that's when your thumbs are over, so you kind of just lift with your palms. And so he's he's yeah. pushing, and it's and he was on an incline, and it slipped out, hit him right on the chest. He had to go to the doctor. Turns out he had a hairline fractures all over his sternum. And you know what I told him? What's that? That's why I don't go to the gym. Oh. You know, that's okay, why I don't okay. go to the gym. Wait, are you, is that serious? No. That's, that's true. Yeah. It's a true story. He's, he's, a, he's actually he's my trombone player in my trio. And uh, he actually had to take, he had to take a, a week off from playing because it, it hurt for him to move, and he couldn't take the deep breaths. He, his doctor said, take a week off. 
How about that? Yeah, no doubt. Wow. All right. Yeah, All right. What's your category, Bob? Well, I'm going to go with Steve, the great state of. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's see what this we can do. This is for okay. the horn player. This is <laughs> this one's for you, Barry. Gabriel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Blow that horn. Okay. Which of these wild animals currently live in New Jersey? A, black bear. B, coyote. C, bald eagle. D, all of the above. We're going to go with all of the above. And we have a winner. You're going to go. <laughs> all right. Where can we possibly go from what here? What the hell are you doing here? It's you from Ambler. What's up, you? Yo, Trev and Justin. What a great show, man. I love trivia. In that order. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it loves you, too. But you know what? What's that? I got to tell you, if I win tonight, yeah. I would love to. I would love to give the uh, prize to a Harvard Law student that can't pay his own rate. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, yes. I mean, the, the, those people—they're living in poverty. Steve. It's not easy. They can't even. They can't even go out and buy a beer. In the arms of an angel, <laughs> we'll find some comfort for, for here. For the cost of one cup for of coffee. Just, you <laughs> can send a kid to Harvard. What is, what is your category, you? So I just want to make sure a, a Harvard Law student can win this prize. If I win, I, I don't know. You never know, you know. There are a lot of Harvard Law students who watch Little Feet, so let's find out. Yeah, but but Justin's tough, man. I mean, you know. Okay, I'm going to go with um, movies. Ah, movies. There we go. From go the, the movies. movies. Let's do it. All right. Uh, there we go. In the Jersey... We want to... Yeah. Don't forget, we want to pay this Harvard. <laughs> yes, we, we will. We will do we what we can. His, his rate. So make it easy. In the Patterson-based film Lean on Me, what is Morgan Freeman's character's nickname? Crazy Joe, Wild Joe, Mean Joe, Average Joe. Who the hell was Morgan Freeman? He's the guy. He's the guy that played in Lean on Me. Is he Crazy Joe, Wild Joe, Mean Joe? He's a Harvard Law student or Average Joe? <laughs> he's he's a Harvard Joe. Harvard Joe. Unfortunately, that is not the right I'm answer. A loser. <laughs> it was I'm you a actually loser. like? Just- was, was he just possessed by Gilbert Gottfried? I, I mean, because so. that's what I do. <laughs> An endless summer. Trying to make the thing work. New Jersey 101.5 is giving you a free getaway to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. I may think it's Saturday night. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on New Jersey 101.5 app to win. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, where legendary entertainment lives, making an endless summer with a free AC getaway from New Jersey 101.5. Justin Gonzalez is in the house. He's got the, uh, the, 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 the the New Jersey and the music. And the music. And I got the movies, uh, television, and New Jersey 101.5. There it is. And Stephen Manahawkin, he's got the first call. What's happening, Steve-O? Hey, what's going on, guys? You are. How you doing? 
I just crawled in the, the door from work to my dog that just came out of the crate. Oh, oh right. Okay. He's been crated all day? Yeah. Is he running around the house singing Born Free? <laughs> Not really. Just came to greet me at the door. All right. And what's your category? My category is going to be movies. Ah, movies. Let's go with the movies. Mr. Trevelis, the man with the movies. And the movie here, the New Jersey native Kevin Smith's movie Dogma, which Jersey City is the Cardinal, played by George Carlin from. Is he from Freehold, Newark, Red Bank, or Trenton? Um, Newark. Um, I'm sorry, pal. For the dog. <laughs> I just saw that they, uh, they're going to be putting out Clerks 3. Yeah. That's coming out in September. Though. I had Kevin on here. Oh, did you really? He's great. Oh, my God. I want to sure. get him in here. Oh, we got to do it. As, as a matter of fact, hold on. There did, did he call in? <laughs> it's in my blood, man. I've been listening since I was a kid. Are you kidding me? Like, you got to remember, I grew up at convenience stores, and before I brought in a TV to Quick Stop, it was all radio. See that? Mm, yeah, he's a radio man. guy. That's it. Uh, he's a radio guy guy. <laughs> get like that. Mary is in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mary. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Huh. Okay, I just got home. I'm sitting in my car in front of my apartment. Oh, Mary, what's your category? Uh, yeah, movies, I guess. You could have movies, music, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. The thing is... I'm really out of touch, uh, unless it's something in the 70s or 60s. I'm like, okay. I don't know what's going on. We'll take care but, of you. Um, so, a movie. Movies. I gotta find the friggin' movie from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, movies. Let me see what I got here. Hold on. I got it. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. Ah, how about this? Uh, was that the 70s? I don't know. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Music. In the movie Coneheads. Is that good? In the movie Coneheads. In the movie Coneheads. You know Coneheads, right? In the movie Coneheads. What do the two immigration agents do to get inside the Coneheads' home? Do they A, pose as Jehovah's Witnesses, B, pizza delivery guys, C, tell them there's a gas leak, or D, sneak in through the basement? Uh, pizza delivery guys? Uh, I'm a loser. I knew I should have picked a different movie. <laughs> I'm a loser. All right, we were talking about uh, Gene Simmons before. This is Christine 16. Hello, Christine. Christine? Hello? Hi, Christine. Hello. Listen to that voice. Oh, Hi, Christine. Hi. This is 1 900 I didn't know you were talking to me. No. Hi, Chris. Well, oh, you well, had a terrific well, my, voice. Well, my name's Justin. So, uh... yes. Hi, Justin. He's got a terrific oh, voice, too. Okay. And now we're all doing our sexy voices. All right. Christine. No, I'm not trying to do a sexy voice. I'm just talking. Oh, neither am I. What, what's your category, Christine? Um, I don't know. Uh, give me something I can get. Like <laughs> <laughs> movies, music, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, one hundred one point five. You want music? You want music? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do music. music. Uh, yeah. If we're talking Jersey, let's talk Springsteen. Okay, what town did Bruce Springsteen come from? Was it Freehold, oh. Asbury Park, 
Belmar, or Hoboken? I don't know. I was going to say Asbury Park. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Dang. We, we still love you dearly. Last in oh, trivia, God. but number one in our hearts. Number one in our hearts. Great job by you. <laughs> we shall do this again next yeah, week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, this is a lot of fun. Where are you going to be? Uh, well, you, next week, actually, I'm doing a, a theater piece up in Englewood. Uh, and then in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be in uh, Vineland on the September 10th. Ah. You can go to the Landis Theater to see 33 and a Third Lives Killer Queen Experience, kqexperience.com. I have seen it. It is great. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. something to say on new this has been the steve travelee show on demand check out the latest from steve on our free app or nj1015.com new jersey 101